Okay, I welcome you all with love. And we'll just start with a little prayer, merging the heart and the mind, which is key to understanding and blossoming in these difficult times. We send you kud kudushabri hu ushinate bi'il ar'imu lahaj. And you can bevavke. Bi'edashlam shim kuzreo kolam. Amen. Now, we've got our prayer. We're merging the heart and mind. And the next thing we do, particularly in the most difficult times, which is what we're seeing in today's world, is we dance to bring the spiritual joy in, to activate it. Because their goal, they mean the global elite, is to make people feel hopeless and helpless and joyless. And our job is to do just the opposite, which is the deeper truth of what's going on. They're creating an illusion. Our job is to dissolve the illusion. So one of the most important things is to dance, to bring down the spiritual joy, that we meditate, which gets us into the deeper truth beyond gender confusion and all kinds of conflicts that people create into the truth of who we are, which is the love, light, and divine song of God. So, most of you know how to meditate, but uh, Moses was given this name of God at the burning bush, and it is the name of God is grace. Yoda, and then breath, and the out breath. Wa, and then breath, and the out breath. Okay? Yod from the base up to the heart, hey, out to the heart. Wa, from the Base of the third eye, and then again, hands of the heart, merging the heart and the mind. So, the other thing is that when we go into meditation, focus on my eyes, and um, I've been empowered by my spiritual teachers to be able to awaken and activate the spiritual energy. In different traditions, it's called different things. We call it Kundalini, we call it the Rakadesh in the Torah tradition, and Kundalini in the Vedic tradition, has different names. So, we are going to start with dancing, and I encourage everyone to dance and get that spiritual joy going.
for a few minutes, about four minutes, and for the four directions, and then we will go into our little bit of a talk. And here we go. Just focus on my eyes. Feel the energy coming through. Yo And now in the meditation
Slowly come out of meditation. So I'm going to add, actually do two little topics, but they're connected. One is the benzodiazepine, which is Valium, Xanax, Clonopine. These have been used a lot, okay? Um, there's over 30 million Americans, that's 12.5% of the population, who are on these. And I remember as far back as my psychiatry residency, 1972, uh, where people had to literally be hospitalized to come off the Valium. One guy was totally crazy for three weeks. And what I'm saying is withdrawal is a big problem. So we're talking about major addiction, major numbing to feel good. But, of course, numbing to feel good never really works. That fits into our political problems as well because numbing does not solve the problem. Um, But... So there are side effects for the last 60 years. That's the point I'm making. But one thing is new is that they're they're discovering that there's a more active. Now, they're discovering. I knew about it. I observed it. But, you know, in 1972, benzodiazepine-induced neurological dysfunction, which means it causes brain damage. Not so good. But at least they're coming out with it. And when you withdraw people, 76% had long-lasting symptoms after being off the benzodiazepines. Low energy, difficulty focusing, these are symptoms of being on it. You know, memory loss, anxiety, insomnia, they sometimes work for, you know, six weeks where you get some solid results, but people are on it for years and years. Digestive problems. Uh, muscle weakness, body pain, damage relationships and job. 54% was suicidal ideation. Now, that's pretty serious. Now, when, of course, we look at the COVID, we see, oh, my goodness, people with the injections have a much higher rate of suicide. Okay. So these are real things. And we look at the gender identity issues and they're finding people who have transgender surgery have 19 times more suicide. So it's very real. And this just adds to the whole thing. It's like the, the move is to become numb to your life and then somehow think you're going to avoid it rather than experience it, and work your way through. So there's a message there that being drugged to your life doesn't really work. And, of course, that's what we're seeing in today's world with with the social, political, psychopolitical world. That's kind of where I wanted to say. George Orwell, in his book 1984, put it very nicely. Uh, The... Party, political party, 
you know, told you to reject the evidence of your eyes and ears. That's exactly what's happening today. It was their final and most essential command. And that's what we face today with all the nonsense going on, you know, on all the different political levels, obviously in this country, banana republic type thing, you know, all over the world going on. So the problem is we have these truths that the global elite are trying to, you know, in a sense, suppress. Of course, it never works. Okay? Now, I kind of took some of these ideas kind of, from Mike Adams and kind of put it in perspective. But it's the same issue, the same old, the same old. You know, the first is God is real. And if you notice the Democratic Party... I think it was uh, as long as they under Obama, they were denying God, one nation under God. That's pretty uh, important here. Uh, and when there is a God, we have a purpose for our existence. Now, as I said before, the idea is to make life meaningless. So without meaning, you're not very motivated to do the right thing and as well as protect yourself and your families. Okay? So, and you're not worried about being displaced by AI because the fact is that gives you more freedom to focus on the truth of who you are, which is why we are put on the planet. So when you know that there's God and that spark of God is within you, then that just opens up the door to really see why it's important to be here so we can evolve spiritually. That's a primary, okay? Um, now, a basic teaching that I've taught for literally 50 years, 55 years, you know, is that we can get all that we need from nature in terms of healing medicines, herbs, and fasting, and, and you know, a whole series of natural approaches. We've known this for thousands of years. There's nothing really new about that. But we don't need to go to the to toxic pharmaceuticals. And that's why I opened the door by talking about the benzodiazepines with 12.5% of the U.S. population, 30 million people, being addicted to them. That's not a winner. That is a huge loser. And again, you can get some relief for a short time, maybe up to six weeks, and then there's a few people get relief, and a whole lot of people don't, but they do get addicted. And the, the again, the point I'm making is you get benzodiazepine-induced neurological dysfunction. Bind is what they call it. That's really important because it really destroys, slowly but surely, your brain function on multiple levels. That's the price you pay. It's called going numb. Now, we can make the analogy, which is what's going on today, that... <clears throat> People are kind of going numb. I, I, um, 
I was hearing about a school teacher uh, in, in California. I'm just going to generally say school teacher so it doesn't identify the situation where basically she was dealing with uh, equity type issues. And she actually began standing up for uh, against the false equity thing, which was racist and so forth, even though she was a black lady. And she ended up getting attacked multiple times and ultimately fired. She was sticking with the truth. She was sticking with her integrity. And she saw that you don't cure racism by more racism. Generally, the principle doesn't work. So that's the important thing, but I'm, I'm just saying that all that goes on when you start doing the way people are doing. Now, so we have the medicines, we have the way of life. Um, now, another thing is people are fighting over resources. We're going to fight over oil. We're going to fight over this. And free energy since the time of Tesla, I think in the 1930s, I'm not positive the exact date, uh, free energy has been available. And some people feel that's why Tesla was killed because he was about ready to release this high level of free energy, which means no more dependence on oil or gas or any of the external energies, windmills, whatever. So that's there, okay? And ivermectin is also being withheld from you, and we know that it drops your tendency to get COVID by about 86% uh, in a lot of studies, okay? So when you have free energy or easily available and you have something that protects you against the different plagues that they're planning, guess what? We can't be so easily enslaved, so bottom line is you take away food, take away energy, take away power, scare people with pandemics. And what, what do you do? We'll save you. Of course, you don't get saved. You get further enslaved and higher rates of death, uh, which is what exactly is happening. Now, another thing that's important is we're not the first advanced civilization. I don't know if I would call us advanced. We had Atlantis, and before that we had other civilizations, um, and we uh, uh, basically that's the thing. We just go back to the time of Plato, and he talks about the advanced civilizations that were here. Atlantis was mentioned a lot. So we're not the first ones here. We won't be the last one. But we need to respect the fact that this is a much bigger process. Okay? Uh, and what we're looking at is the global elite, and let's say the people above that, and let's say the people who are above that, let's off-planet folks, have brought in a Satanic Saturn energy. Uh, and so they're very motivated by it because they're, you know, 
at the lowest levels of consciousness, you have greed and the kinds of things that, uh, you know, the money uh, printing, the hoarding of, of food, blocking of the sunlight. Okay, those are real things that is a big problem in the world getting worse, and it doesn't have to be at all. There's plenty of food. We, if the whole world went vegan, we'd have enough food to the world seven times over. That is important to understand. So they're creating an engineered scarcity of researchers. Now they want to block the sun uh, and keep you in a constant state of scarcity, consciousness, and fear. Okay? And it just isn't true, but they're creating that. And in addition, the media, and again the global elite and those above them, are creating energies of division and of hate. And that division and hate takes us away from the truth and creates separation. Uh, and moves us away from peace and from harmony. And that's what's going on in the world. The media is complicit. What they don't understand is they're next. If we as human beings are defeated, they are also human beings. They also, there won't be exemptions because you're part of the media. For some reason, they don't understand that. You have money, you have power, politics. I don't know what's going on exactly in people's minds, except there's a lot of numbness. That takes us back to the value. That takes us back to 12.5% of the U.S. population are on benzodiazepines. Let's go numb. We don't have to face life. We don't have to grow spiritually. And these are the things we're seeing, and the media is really amping that up. Um, and then we have the you know poisoning of the food supply, and now they're talking about terraforming, getting the CO2 out. And just as a general principle, CO2 is needed for food production. It's needed for life. And even though the CO2 at this time of the planet, over the period of the last 650,000 years, is, is, lo is lower than it's been. We're used to much higher CO2, which makes things very, very um, abundant. Okay. And then they want to create global cooling. What do we know about global warming and global cooling? We know this. In times of global warming, People are happier, people are abundant, there's very little starvation. In terms of global cooling, it's just the opposite. When you look at the uh, how society did over, again, the last 650,000 years, it's in times of global cooling that we have the plagues and the, and the famines and lack of food. So that's another part of uh, the story. We need the CO2, and this terraforming, it will be a disaster, absolute disaster. But 
from my point of view, because I want people to live, I want people to be abundant, I want people to have abundant food. Without carbon dioxide, we can't we can't make food. We can't make photosynthesis. Photosynthesis is is a process of turning light into food. Now, we take the light as human beings, and we're able to turn it into consciousness. I write that in my spiritual nutrition books, uh, and that's key. We're able to take the light directly and turn it into consciousness, um, and. The the what are we are ultimately talking about is that what I would call commodification. What does that mean? Um, it's treating people as a commodity. We'll take the food away from this group. We'll trick these people into to giving them food, but they have to be in their concentration camps. You know, in our fifteen minute cities and. That happens when you're a commodity. This is versus the purpose of all this, which is healing, spiritual healing, spiritual restoration, little details, you know, health prevention of uh, preventative health techniques. This is all possible for us right now. Right now. Okay, and you can look at my website there www.drcousins.com or treeoflife.mn.co you can read about a lot of these things and uh, we've been given in fact I'm aware of this back to the time of Eisenhower uh, technology from extraterrestrials but that technology as far as I understand again back to the time of Eisenhower has not been used to benefit humanity, but to make the wealthy more rich and powerful. So we're reaching a crisis time, and it's called make it or break it. And I think that's what we have to consider in this bigger picture, is that uh, this civilization could fall. Or it can regenerate. And I, I don't mean just America. I'm talking about Western Europe. But really, it's the world civilization. You know. Uh, and so we're... This is very serious. If they get away with trying to block out the sun, this is the world being affected. Uh, you know, we're, we're looking at the potential war. These are all things happening. China, Russia, these naval exercises near Alaska. The whole thing is like getting crazier and crazier. What brings light? We need to meditate. We need to pray. We need to create positive thoughts. Now, I invite everybody to come to our weekly world peace meditation because that is designed to help us change the frequency of the planet. Okay, so it's next Sunday, August 13th at 6.30 Israel time. It's there. We can do it. We have the power to change the consciousness of the planet. So that's the overview of what's going on. Richard, welcome. Yeah, thanks. I, I kind of missed the whole, whole conversation, Gabriel. I'm very sorry. 
Well, let's review it quickly. Yeah. Basically, we're struggling not to go numb. And I brought up that uh, really in the last 60 years, benzodiazepines are a great way to go numb. Very yeah. popular women, uh, severe withdrawal, and about 12.5%, 30 million people in America take benzodiazepines. That's like Valium and, and things like that. You know, Xanax, Valium. Uh, so that fits into what we see going on in the world today where people are going numb rather than face the realities of what's happening in the psychopolitical world today. And some people are standing up, which is really important. Uh, and so we have some choices, whether we're going to stay numb uh, or, as George Orwell said, you know, uh, the party told you to, to, to uh, reject the evidence of your eyes and your ears, and this is their final and most essential command. That's what's going on today. It's like so blatant. Uh, and that's that's a summary. You know, politically, food-wise, uh, you know, trying to block out the sin. Every, every possible nonsense thing. So that's a very brief summary of what we're talking about. Wow. And it gets right to the core of what's going on <clears throat> and the decisions we have to make. <clears throat> Excuse me. And the main decision is how you're going to react to the realization that we're living in a very dark environment. <clears throat> you know, it's not our nature, but we're surrounded by it. And our nature is, a lot of people believe we have a dark nature. I don't think so. I mean, I've been looking at this for a really long time. And I think our nature is reflective of where we came from you know in the image of god not just physically but internally right not not following i totally agree we're made in the image of god and when we remember that all this becomes nonsense being projected on us to buy a story that isn't true yeah so so the image of god is internal to us and everything else is on the outside and they're connected. And the power to change the outside comes from the inside. The inside is where the power is. And it's flowing through from the source, not from our ego selves. But which one do we connect to? Our free will allows us to choose. And I think that's the choice. You know, we stand up in our physical actions and <clears throat> doing whatever we can in our function to help educate society and remind people of our oneness and what's really important. But the real important decision is where do you connect to your emotional reality? You know, because whatever emotional state we carry, it broadcasts and it's powerful. And when you do things like the World Peace Meditation and you it's not just a matter of physically sitting down and saying, I'm here. It's where you're going to put your focus. And your focus not just in words and intellect, but the emotional state that you choose. And as soon as we get enough people willing to feel the reality of harmony and peace, 
the physical reality can be drawn into alignment with that. And it's yeah, a okay. deep decision. Uh, just to add to what you just said, uh, for your Native American Sundancer in the Lakota tradition, Sitting Bull was giving a teaching. He said, all of us have an evil wolf and a good wolf mm. when speaking in each year. And somebody said, well, what do you do? He said, you have to choose to listen to the good wolf. Yeah, if you listen to the good wolf, that's who What was that story about the another version of that? A grandfather and a grandson walking along. And the grandfather was telling the story of the two wolves. And it was a question. He left it at the end. Which one was going to win? The one that was going to eat the person or the one that was going to help him? And the grandson says, well, which one, Grandpa? Which one wins? You know, and he said, the one you win, the one you feed. And you have to feed it with your energy and spiritual energy. That's right. And sometimes people say, well, if you're in this horrible environment that feels like a, a sci-fi movie or a horror, horror movie or whatever, combination of all the above, how can you possibly feel love and harmony and gratitude and the, the things that have power to change? And I think part of the answer to that is you don't have to construct those real feelings. They're already there. You have to allow them in with your intention and choice. Let, let me just add, not allow them in. They're already there. We're made in the image of God, which is truth, love, divine sound. We have to allow them out because they're yeah. a true nature. Exactly, and connect our conscious intention to them. Because we've been hypnotized to feed the bad wolf, you know, with our attention. And it doesn't mean being oblivious of the horror movie. You know, that's a common misconception. Right. It's really helpful to be strategically aware of what's really going on in the environment. Good Very point. Right. Because sometimes people honestly feel that they need to deny it and say there's nothing bad happening. And I'm being spiritual. And that's a misconception. <coughs> you can be aware of the full horror of what's going on in the world and not feed that wolf, not connect your emotional feeding tube to it, but keep it connected internally to the most beautiful, uplifting, inspiring thing you can imagine. Which is who we are. Which is real. God, yes. who we are. That's right. That's right. So it's just a choice, and it's really simple. And the difficulty that we experience is the momentum that we've built up by feeding the bad wolf. We need to withhold it. And the way we do it is we use our eyes and ears to see what's going on. We do our meditation so we get in the truth of the good wolf message from within. We do prayer. We do service. We eat enough food that we can keep our minds clear. Um, and we support each other. Yeah. So we have things to do it. That's the good news. That's right. We have everything. 
just have to remember. And, and that's the battle going on. They're actually trying to get us to not see or hear what's actually happening and what's been happening for thousands of years. This is a continual battle. We will win. But it's connected how quickly we can all wake up. That's the amount. I'd like it to happen right away because the amount of suffering that even if you're not going through it, other people are. And the amount of suffering is unconscionable. We need to do our part to let it stop. Yeah, I guess the suffering is needed for people to wake up. Right, but we have a lot of it already. We don't need a whole lot more. I, I agree. I'm not asking for more, but I'm not trying to say it, it didn't have a it doesn't have a purpose. Yeah, if that's its purpose, okay, it's already done. Time for the good wolf. Yes. So, as Sinigul said, what wolf are you going to listen to? And it's your choice. That's right. And it's not just what you say and what you intellectually believe, because you can be connected intellectually to God, to to Jesus, to Buddha, to any of these figures that are the center of your religion. But if your emotional state is devoted to fear and anger and upsetness and scatteredness and darkness and reflecting the horror movie all the time, you're what you say you believe is not enough. You've got to connect to it. It's got to become yeah. real. And I'm talking, talking to you. Mind, that peace, that love, we have to become that in our actions. I think that's what you're saying. Yeah, it's got to become from belief to reality. And I'm talking to myself too, because if I had done it, things would be different. If you had done it, things would be different. Any of us can become the trigger to a global wave that can't be stopped waking up everybody. You have this massive power that's unlimited, not from your ego self, but from God that can actually flow through anybody who's willing. And, and the process is given to us. That's what, you know, since five will chase away 10, 10 will chase away 100, and 100 will chase away 10,000. That's written in the Torah. That's 3,300 years ago. This is not new information. No. We've got to put it in practice. That's the key. The only thing new is somebody's got to actually do it. And it will be unmistakable when they do. It's not going to be, oh, did you do it yet or not? I mean, people will physically transform. It's going to be amazing. That's why we're pushing the world peace meditation against people um, waking up and working as a unit to change the global consciousness. That's all it takes. It's not complicated. Right. So that's the good news. We have good news. We, we just have to put everything that's going on in perspective and make it happen. Right. And let the truth prevail. So with that, I'm going to bless everybody. And I'm blessing you, Richard, for getting healthy here and getting healthier and healthier. It's great to see you here. And I bless everyone 
that this waking up process begins to accelerate in a way that, that we're filled with that ecstatic joy and spiritual joy of God in our lives. And that way he transforms the planet. Amen. Thank you. And I'm glad I got to come in for at least a little bit here. Um, really critical, important, key information that Dr. Cousins is talking about. And I would imagine all the conversation built up to that. Um, there's only one thing left. Just doing it, you know, and I'm talking to myself, too. This is my self-proclaimed job for today, for tomorrow, for this week, for this month, for this lifetime. Take all these things that have been learned intellectually and in belief, make them real. And I think if you want, you can take the same job because what we're interested in is self-transformation, changing from hell to heaven on earth and transformation coming out of you, through you, to spread to the rest of the world. It's just a matter of getting out of the way. So remember Dr. Cousins' programs at treeoflife.mn.co and drcousins.com and our, our shows at lostartsradio.com. I really appreciate all of the um, encouragement and prayers and good wishes for me getting through the attacks that I've been under and are continuing. And I guess it's, it's a reminder, like Dr. Cousin said, the way I'm looking at it, you know, because I've been talking to people that are saying, you're not supposed to be under constant external attack like that. It's supposed to happen once, and then they're supposed to give up. And it, they didn't give up, in my case, for whatever reason. So I think the, the lesson is, like Dr. Cousin said, the purpose of pain and suffering which we've had enough of, in my opinion now, is to learn the lesson. And the lesson is to do what Gabriel Cousins was talking about today. Allow the light to flow through you from God, to out through your body to the rest of the world. This is why we started our group, too, our private live group, which is still meeting, and I'm trying not to cancel it and get back to normal, forgotten normal that we've all gotten away from for a long time our group called planetaryhealingclub.com and uh, it'd be a pleasure to see you there anytime you want to show up it's a live meeting I'm there every week on Saturdays U.S. time Saturday evening um, but whether you whether you join us physically or not um, the, the job remains the same make the decision what emotion is reality you're going to live in that's voluntary, no matter what's happening. If something bad happens on the outside, we've been trained. You're supposed to feel terrible. That's not an actual law. That's voluntary. And there are enough bad things to justify terrible attitude happening in the world right now. None of them matter as far as telling you what you have to feel. Proactive emotion is what we're talking about. And learning that skill is essential so let's help each other do it thanks for being here sorry for all the technical stuff today glad i got to show up for a minute and uh, you're very appreciated and loved thanks for being here and we'll see you next time take care blessings and love to everyone amen thank you richard